Welcome to the introductory episode of the new Escaping Religion podcast with Reverend Russell Harbaugh. I'm really excited to start this podcast, and it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I've been encouraged to do by many people over the last few years as I've taught on some of the things that will come up in the future episodes and some of the things I've blogged about, shared on social media. And so this is going to be an exciting place where I can interact with the community and with people who have questions and just share teachings, interview others, um, other pastors, other lay people, people with stories of escaping religion. And I think it's going to be very valuable to those who are uh, not quite, uh, they don't quite know where they fit in this whole Christianity thing and finding a church or they're in a church and, and something just doesn't seem right or they know they should disciple others, but just not sure how to do it or why to do it. And uh, they're being taught some things or at least told to do some things in their walk with Christ, but not really explain the why behind it. And they're a little fuzzy on it. They just want some clarity. That's what we want to do is provide some deeper conversation to some of these things that just kind of fly by our radar sometimes. Take us slow down and take a fresh look at maybe some of the common teachings that are found in Christian churches around the world, and let's just take a, a deep look and then pull out the scriptures and uh, see where they um, maybe fit or don't fit with what scripture is saying. And so for this introductory episode, um, I just want to share a little bit about what escaping religion uh, means to me. We are all born with a yoke around our neck. That's what we're taught. Um, In scripture, we will always have a yoke around our neck. And the goal is not to become yokeless (laughs) or get that, get yokes off of us. The goal is to have the right person's hands on the reins of our yoke. Now, if you're thinking, what does this have to do with eggs? Then uh, maybe I need to teach you just a second on what a yoke is. A yoke is the um, tack that is put on Um, ox or two animals so that they will work together and go in the same direction or be driven by an owner or a master to go in the direction that that master wants them to go and do the things he wants them to do. And so we are told in scripture that we were born with a yoke to our master, the devil, to do his things and that Jesus came and purchased us with a price of his blood to purchase that yoke. Um, so that he is now the owner of it, but his yoke is lighter and easier to bear than the one that we were born into. And so uh, the word of God tells us that we are born to a master, again, who does not have our best interest in mind, and who ultimately wants to use us up for his own purpose and then destroy us. We're told that we don't understand this is even happening until we're presented with a choice that becomes possible when Jesus pays the price for our redemption. And so in a crazy turn of events, Jesus buys the rights to us, but then gives us the choices of whose yoke we want to remain under. And many do not trust or understand this choice and either make a choice to stay with the current master or they fail to make any choice, which effectively means they're remaining under their current master anyway. But those who make the choice to switch teams, so to speak, immediately feel the difference and the lighter weight 
of the new master's yoke. I love hearing the testimonies of those who recall how they felt at this exact moment. Maybe you've got one of those testimonies. They use words like peace and happiness and freedom and so much lighter, a huge weight being removed from their shoulders. And so this is the gospel or the good news of the Bible. The good news is that you do not have to remain under the bondage and control of your original master. The good news is not that you can be set free to be your own master, okay? That's what a lot of us effectively live like, is we were set free from the yoke of Satan, and we are now in control. We will always have a master, no matter what we think or believe. There is only one master worth having, and that is Jesus Christ. So the ministry of Escaping Religion, the podcast um, of Escaping Religion, does not necessarily exist to help you make the transition from the yoke of the evil one to the yoke of Christ, although we'd be very blessed to be a part of that part of your story. But escaping religion exists to help those who have already made that great exchange to Christ's offer of the lighter yoke, but are being pursued or misled by the disguises that the original yoke wears in an effort to snag and snare us into either rejecting Christ, or if that is not possible, to at least get us to live our life in bondage disguised as holiness. That's a lot of words. And I think we need to spend a moment talking about this word religion. The word religion itself means a lot of things to a lot of people, and it's not always negative. I understand that. However, when used by escaping religion in this podcast by me, it simply means that we do not want you to be deceived by people who consider themselves followers of Jesus, but also believe it takes Jesus plus something else to be right with God. In other words, it does not require Jesus plus tithing. It doesn't require Jesus plus witnessing, Jesus plus attending church, Jesus plus plus the gift of tongues, Jesus plus lifting your hands, or wearing the right clothes, or watching the right movies, or reading the right version of the Bible, or going on a mission trip, or wearing the right clothes, the right uh, jewelry, the right Christian bumper sticker, or fish on your car. You don't have to be poor, you don't have to be rich, you don't have to be skinny, you don't even have to be healthy, you don't have to attend prayer meetings, it's It's not Jesus plus teaching Sunday school. It's not Jesus plus giving up movies. It's not Jesus plus giving up um, going to bars. Nothing like that is required to be a Christian. The Word of God simply says this. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's in Romans 10.9. Not because... You've earned it in any way whatsoever. In fact, if you do anything worthy of giving yourself credit for to become a Christian, then you are missing the entire point of the gospel. What many people get confused about is the difference between evidence of being a Christian and the price of becoming a Christian. A Christian may may go and do many of those things that we just talked about in response to becoming a Christian, or as evidence of becoming a Christian, and having the Holy Spirit change their lives into the image of God. 
The only price, however, is confession and belief. The evidence can be a thousand different things, right? So the reason that people who become Christians tend to be different than they were prior has nothing to do with earning their standing before God. Change comes from humbling and submitting oneself to the will of God once you have been awakened to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Things that were once important to you tend to lose their luster, while things you never even thought about before are all of a sudden become very important to you. You might realize you want to go to church. You might realize you want to study your Bible. You might realize you want to pray. You, you might want to do all these things as you follow Christ. You may begin changing the things you watch and the things you read. You may begin using and thinking about your money in different ways. You may realize that some of your friends go and some new ones arrive. The important thing is to understand that all of this is in response to God's love and not the price of his love. So I'm going to wrap up this initial introductory episode with this. Escaping religion has nothing to do with leaving your faith. It has nothing to do with leaving your church. It's completely about helping people know, love, share, and teach Jesus Christ as he is meant to be known and setting people free from the roles that man tends to add to the requirements, either out of ignorance, fear, improper motives, lack of study, or any other reason, whether innocent or malicious. So feel free to follow along. Feel free to share. Feel free to reach out. Feel free to send us um, your questions. If you're concerned that you are experiencing more religion than relationship in your current journey, we'll do everything we can to, to tell you the truth and pray for you. Many times it can be hard to distinguish where the line is, and you may need another set of eyes to look at what you're experiencing. I know a lot of pastors that correctly teach and share the warnings and the wisdom of the Bible and encourage us to have better choices, and they get accused of being legalistic when they're not being legalistic at all. Remember, encouraging you to give, encouraging you to attend Sunday school is much different from making you feel like God won't love or accept you until you give or until you teach Sunday school, right? The first is a good and loving pastor shepherd. The second is either misinformed, unstudied, and ignorant at best, or manipulative and self-serving at worst. I do want to be clear. God does require holiness, righteousness, turning away from sin, and even much more than that. But the good news, the gospel, the good news is that this is something that he himself will do in and through us as we submit to him after salvation. You do not have the power to live this way prior to the gift of the Holy Spirit and the process of sanctification that comes with that lifetime of submitting and living with and for Jesus Christ. In fact, it would be cruel to require somebody to become holy, to earn God's love and acceptance. We are not the author nor the finisher of our faith. God is. I do want to share with you um, how to become saved if that is a question that's on your mind. And so I read these this little section from the gotquestions.org uh, website about how can I be saved. 
believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. God has already done all the work. All you must do is receive in faith the salvation God offers. Fully trust in Jesus alone as the payment for your sins. Believe in him and you will not perish. God is offering you salvation as a gift. All you have to do is accept it. Jesus is the way to salvation. Please look up these verses and study them and pray through them. Acts 16, 31. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. John 3, 16. And John 14, 6. Blessings. I pray for all my listeners. I look forward to this journey we're on. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe and share this new podcast. And uh, I can't wait for you to hear where we're going to go with this. New episodes will be coming out very soon. Thank you so much.